Grace, peace, and mercy are yours from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. So I'm curious, did you catch the gospel reading just now? Is it me or is the Jesus that we heard about not the same gentle loving, arms opening, halo wearing, lamb holding Jesus that we know from our Sunday school? If you remember, we've seen the same Jesus a few weeks back when he had his face set towards Jerusalem. This Jesus is a little hard to figure out. In the first part of the gospel, we hear that Jesus is describing his mission to the disciples. What do you hear in his voice when he says, I came to bring fire to the earth, and how I wish it was already kindled. I have a baptism with which to be baptized, and what stress I am under until it is completed. Then the next text gets even more intimidating when he says, do you think that I have come to bring peace to the earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. Jesus goes on to describe how households and families will be divided. Listening to this reading, it appears that we have, just like he said, a stressed out Jesus. A Jesus who seems ready to chuck it all by lighting a fire a massive fire to consume the earth. A Jesus who appears to have no desire whatsoever to bring peace, but instead has made it his personal mission to divide families. Right now, I'm channeling Mary's words when she arrived at the empty tomb and said, they've taken my Lord, and I don't know where they have put him. Of all the Gospels, Luke is by far my favorite. Within Luke, we have Mary's beautiful song, May my soul glorify the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. We have the message of the Christmas story. We hear the story of how the angels herald the birth of Jesus, saying, Glory to God in the highest heavens, and on earth, peace. Throughout the rest of Luke, we hear stories of Jesus healing the sick, casting out demons, and keeping company with sinners. Sure, along the way, he scolds his disciples or would-be followers for having slightly skewed priorities, like Martha cleaning the kitchen instead of listening to Jesus like Mary did, or when the disciples argued about petty things like who among them is the greatest. But overall, Jesus in Luke's gospel, up to this very point, appears to be a pretty nice guy. So how do we make sense of the gospel reading today? How do we recognize the Jesus that we just heard about to the Jesus that we know in our hearts? Jesus' birth was supposed to bring peace to all the earth. He was supposed to bring people together. Does it make you uncomfortable when you hear him saying that he came to divide father and son and mother against daughter? His statements bring up emotions when we relive the times that we were cut off from our families 
when we entered into a relationship with someone that our families didn't like. When the cherished son came out as gay to conservative parents. When the daughter, who always seemed to have it together, succumbs to the dangers of alcoholism. When we need to sever ties with our families of origin because of abuse. These divisions hurt. It is troubling to hear of Jesus bringing division. Why? Because I think we seem to not have any problems ourselves in bringing divisions to our society. When it is decided who is in and who is out. When it is decided who is worthy and who is not. When all have been we have all been on the painful side of human divisions before, whether rich or poor, old or young, liberal or conservative, gay or straight, and so on. And here is the question we might wrestle with. If our human brokenness causes so much division, like the division that we see in our world right now, then why would we want to follow a God who causes an even deeper riff? But, and this is the part that I really like, but what if Jesus is not actually making divisions between people and in families at all? You see, scholars tell us that the household that Jesus describes in the gospel is not what we imagine. When we hear the word household, we think about parents and children living in a four, nice four-bedroom house on a tree-lined street. But in first-century Palestine, a household was the primary form of social organizations and served as a model for all of social order. It provided space for raising children, but also provided for maintaining a certain system of power and privilege that ensured that some people would always remain on the margins, such as the slaves who served that household. Did you also notice that all the division that Jesus lists are between generations? Jesus is not saying that it is his intent to separate family members from one another, but that family ties will no longer determine a person's identity, vocation, allegiance, or status. Instead, they will be determined by whether or not that person lives by the principles of a new creation. When Jesus asserts that he comes to bring division, he is boldly stating that he will not validate human structures of who is in and who is out, or of who has power and who is powerless. But rather, he is here to initiate God's radical love, the harsh sayings in this text remind us that Jesus has not come to validate the divisions we have set up. Jesus has not come to perpetuate the status quo. This is not business as usual. The Jesus we hear about in today's gospel, as he is making his way ever closer to Jerusalem and the cross, is he has only an agenda of compassion, mercy, and justice. When Jesus appears exasperated and angry in today's text, he is naming the tension between the vision of God and what God wants to see for all creation 
and what is actually happening in our world. And this baptism that Jesus refers to is not one with water from the Jordan River. No, this baptism is in reference to his death. Baptism is not simply the ceremony in which we welcome children and adults into our congregation. It is also represents dying. Dying of the old self, and through this dying, we share in the resurrection of Christ, and we become a new creation. Jesus is the apocalyptic prophet who points with his outstretched arms on the cross to a new future. I think we get nervous when we think about the things that sound judgmental because we're afraid that we'll be judged to be on the wrong side. But what is actually revealed here is God's own passion, God's desire for justice for all. God would never condone the dividing of families, and this is not our God, for our God is a passionate God who wants the whole world to be redeemed through the radical and inclusive love. Jesus came to testify to the inbreaking of God, to do new things all over the world. Over and over in Luke's gospel, we hear about the reversal of social order. I don't need to tell you, Jesus is disruptive. The kingdom of God is disruptive. This is not going to feel like good news if we feel safe and secure in our present location. But for those imprisoned by circumstances, this disruption comes as the best possible news. Jesus makes it clear that he is in solidarity with the weak, the lowly, the broken, the poor, and the sick. This is all of us in one way or another. We can see right now that the human system of power do not favor those on the margin. They do not favor those of color or a different sexual orientation or a different way of thinking. They do, not value, they do not always value our elders in the way they deserve. They dismiss the ideas and energies of our young people. They let money make decisions and put money between ourselves and our neighbors in need. Jesus came into the world to disrupt all of this. He came to comfort the afflicted and afflict the comfortable. In today's gospel reading, Jesus is upending the social structure that humanity clings to in order to put its trust in something, in anything. And instead, Jesus has us turn towards the living God. Jesus has not come to validate the division in our social structures. Rather, he has come to destroy them and show the deep and abiding love that God has and wants to redeem in our world. The division is not between family members, but is between the old and new creation. The old creation is where we are sinful, broken, oppressed, and oppressing. And the new creation is where we are redeemed and freed and loved. God is prying all of us out of the places where we have gotten too comfortable. God is pulling us through the waters of baptism and into new life. But for all this talk of division and destruction of the old and rising of the new, we are still both sinners and saints in the same broken body. 
the kingdom of God is now and at the same time, not yet. Jesus came to divide us from our old selves and the old creation while arising us to a new creation. We live in the tension of both and, not and not yet. Therefore, let us eagerly anticipate the coming of the kingdom of God, a future in which this division no longer exists. Amen.